Welcome, welcome gamers. Welcome to the WASD and Beyond podcast. I am your host, Matthew speaking. And I am your other host, Nick speaking. How's it going? Good, you caught up on it. I didn't really have anything for this intro today, so... You're such a dumb piece of shit. You fucking asshole. Why am I an asshole? You task me me with the intro when I never know how to fucking do it. Because you know my ADHD will, like, be like, Hi, welcome to WASD. Yeah, that squirrel outside's mighty crazy, and it's like, oh, that pertains to nothing. Well, I mean, I feel as if I'm not any better. Like, I just blank. You do just fine. I need you. I need this synergy here. Okay. Okay. So what you're saying is you're ready. You're ready to nut in a tin cup. You put it in there. I did. I I decided to do it. I decided to do it. I'm happy with it. I'm happy that you did it. Uh, I'm also happy to say happy birthday to our good friend, Yvonne. Yvonne. 20 years old, dude. Happy birthday, my dude. Uh, old piece of shit. This is where your life turns around and starts to suck. It's obviously not his birthday when this is released, but the day of recording it, it's your birthday. So, uh, yeah. Happy birthday. Happy birthday, Bubba. Happy birthday, Bubba. Yeah, 20 years old. That's it. Good luck. That's no, 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 like... no. It's not. No, no, no. 21 is good because that's when you can start legally drinking and now apparently buying tobacco products. Uh, you mean marijuana. And marijuana, yeah. Um so 20 years is going to be, 21 is going to be a good year. 22, 23, like, and eh, 24. Once you hit 25, that's when everything really starts to go downhill, right? Like, <laughs> you kind of see it. <laughs> yeah, you kind of see it starting to happen at like 23 or so. You're like, eh, things aren't looking so great. And then it just starts to fucking just plummet every year after. And at that point, you need to do what I do. And what I do is I use mood stabilizers. Hence why I always have a fresh cup of Bell's Brew Hop Slam. It's a mood stabilizer, baby. Alcohol is not a mood stabilizer. That's an issue. That's a problem. It's a difference. I may have a problem, but I am tackling that problem with another problem. Therefore, nullifying the problem. No. Two, haven't you heard, like, two wrongs don't make a right? Two negatives makes a zero. That Also not how... Right. Theoretically, in math, yes, two negatives would make a positive, but life doesn't work like math does. Okay. So math is bullshit. Math is always bullshit. When was okay. like, I I haven't learned. I haven't used a single fucking thing from math in like from high school in fucking years. Yep. Yeah, it's all bullshit. Don't yeah. care. Have no care for it. How's your week been this week, my dear friend? It has been pretty good. I started working again. Awesome. So I've been awesome. making making some money. Happy about that. Um, good. Delivering pizzas, which, you know, it's like whatever. It's whatever, good money. man. Yeah, it's good money. money. So exactly. That's all I care about. Yeah, that's uh, all that matters. Can we mention that I, too, am drinking a uh, a Hop Slam a beer today? Which is prolific. I would like to point out that is specifically because Nick was making fun of me because I said I wanted the Bud Light. Apparently, because you said you only had one left. Yes, I only have one left. Okay, I, so I told I you drink to... the Bud Light and then grab the Hop Slam. Well, no, because I suggested that, and you told me just to get the glass of Hop Slam now. Okay, but you this could was do your fault. Additionally, uh, you started hazing on me about the fact that I like Bud Light and how it's trash because you don't like it. 
My favorite podcaster drinks BLs exclusively. One of my favorite podcasters drink it exclusively. So get out of here. That does not change the fact that you think it's trash and that you called me trash for drinking it. (laughs) I'm not calling you trash. This episode's already going to be insane for us. So just let's try to keep the insanities to a minimal right now. I don't I don't want to. I don't want to. All 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 fucking bars are gone. All right. It's 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 going off the rails to the wall. Yeah. Is there anything that happened in gaming this week before we start with this? Um I really don't see. think so. Other than like something about Fall 76. Anthem confirmed that they are going to be overhauling their game because Oh, it's, you the know, game that we were originally promised. Okay. Yeah, cuz uh you know, dead game uh, okay. Blizzard made a bullshit half-ass apology for uh, Warcraft Three Reforged. Shocked. Yep. Right. Yep. Right. Yeah. Um. That's about it that I can think of. I haven't really been keeping up with it too much. I've been focusing on just trying to work. Fallout you know? seventy six is going to be dropping those NPCs that they should have had to be at the get go. Yeah. Oh, they're finally releasing that. Yeah, it's coming out this month. Yeah. Because okay. I know that they delayed it. Because we'll see. We'll see how that goes. It's not going to go good. I'm matter. not expecting it to go good. And I no don't matter what they do to this game, that game, nothing is going to fix it. It is that <sighs> there, there is no redemption of Fallout 76. That, no, they need th- to there's die. redemption of other games that were bad that are now good, like No Man's Sky or like Rainbow Six Siege or something like that. But Fallout 76, no, it shot. It didn't shoot itself in the foot. It sawed off its legs like in Saw. Like, it just cut its fucking legs off. It cannot yeah. progress forward. Yeah, it gave up. It's it's done. It's done. Today. Yeah, they need to let it die. But they're not going to. Instead, they're just going to milk all the money they can out of it to make up for their losses. And then they'll. that's when they'll stop caring about it. Yeah, pretty much. Sounds, sounds about right. How has your week been, my good sir? Pretty fucking lame. I hate this job. So that's where I'll leave that. I am actively looking for another job, but I I hate it. So yeah. that's where I'm leaving that. I'm okay. not going to go into a pity party about my life. I am excited. My son could be born any week, any day. Yes. So that that's awesome. I'm very excited about that. Okay. Um. Yes, sir. What is your son's name going to be, if you don't mind saying it on stream? Oh, yeah. Uh, Landon Wayne. Landon yep, Wayne. But, I could not remember the middle name when I was trying yep. to tell Mike and Andrea. Landon Wayne is uh, his name. So, gotcha. Lando for short for all the Star Wars geeks out there. I'm not even. We'll, we'll probably be calling him Lando for the majority of the time. Is is he going to be black? <laughs> he could be. Could be. He could be. It's 2020. Be, I don't that'd, care. That'd be quite a surprise. It, it, it'd be something. But like, all right, cool. Well, that's where we're at now. <laughs> I don't, like, know. Yeah, don't know how this one happened, but uh, we're just gonna leave it. We're just gonna leave it be. Not gonna worry about it. I'm not gonna ask questions. It's not my. It's not my place to ask questions. <laughs> <laughs> it's just. It just is what it is at it this is point. What it is. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> you fucking idiot. You stupid <laughs> piece of shit. I, I don't know why. That's just one of my favorite things to. To say to people when like they have a kid, and it's just like, so how how like how surprised were you when you came when it came out black? Like, or if they were black, how surprised would you be if it came out white? You know, right? Like 
vice versa thing. Right, yeah. I get it. You shot yourself in the foot there, but that's okay. I didn't shoot myself in the foot. I stubbed my toe, though. That kind of just sucked. <laughs> I kicked my fucking... Uh, what's the, 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 the fucking... I forget the name of it. Help me. The the, uh, the search protector. That's it. Okay. Okay. I accidentally, I, I accidentally just kicked that. Yeah. That's so. what it is. That's what it is. That's what it is. It's not what it is. If I if I kick that and I turn off the PC, then, you know, welcome to... Uh, uh, I have a panic attack and we just record tomorrow <laughs> at that point. I mean, we're only eight minutes in. It wouldn't be that much progress lost. No, no. I'd still go to bed. I'd be like, all right, fuck you, dude. I'm going to bed. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to bed. I got I got fucking work in the morning. I'm going to bed, you piece of shit. In so. all fairness, I want to say that recording this late is your idea. It's the best time. My entire house goes to bed and yeah, it's I know, just I know. usually all quiet. Now that I'm so, working again, we can we can try to get this room set up. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we're going to figure it out. There's yeah. going to be a lot of changes happening to the WASD and Beyond podcast. Um, we're going to be hopefully collabing with a lot of cool other podcasts soon. That's from the speculation I've seen online, at least on Twitter, talking to other podcasts um, might be on some other shows and vice versa. There might be shows on our show and that'll be fucking awesome. Yeah, that'll be fun. So it's it's just been really cool today, especially to see all the awesome support from the other podcasters for our show and us for their show. So right. it's been great. It's, it's, yeah. it's been, a, it's been a pretty good day. I would say. Yeah. It's been pretty sweet. So, um, um ooh, I, got, I, got jinx. To, I got to, uh, I got to smoke some fucking blackberry kush today with who my friend, Rachel. And nice. let me tell you that weed was a fucking beautiful. She literally Black pulled Berry it out. Kush. Blackberry Kush. She literally pulled it out. Like, like she showed me the, like, um, the little broken up buds in her little container. Right. One hundred percent purple, not a speck of green. I was that like, was ridiculous. Ooh, there's gonna be some good shit. And let me tell you what, it was. You took it right to the head. Oh, definitely, dude. Straight to the dome. Good, good, good. Straight to the fucking dome. Good for you. You deserve it. You deserve it. You deserve a nice little treat. Here and there. Yeah, yeah, and then I fucking smashed a shit ton of White Castle. It's been a pretty, it's been a good day. How does your vegan roommate feel about that part? Uh, Just you smashing copious amounts of White Castle. He, he got he got White Castle too. They have Impossible sliders. Oh yeah, good yeah. for Shane. Good for Shane. Yeah, he just gets them without cheese. So we fucking <laughs> we fucking just ordered it straight to our house and we smashed the fuck out of White. Did Castle. he get high? No, not today. Oh, what a lame bitch. He doesn't smoke too often, which is why whenever he does, it's always a treat. Right, yeah. It's always a little uh, sprinkle on top. Yeah, I think it was last week when uh, I ordered. So, okay, for those, I have, like, I order my weed through, like, a delivery service, and it, like, gets delivered to my house, which is fucking prime, by the way. Yeah, we talked about that last episode. Okay, yeah. Well, I'm just, for anyone who doesn't know who Yeah, okay, okay, okay. Um, So, and every now and then, they'll send you, like, you know, free little shit with it so like they'll send me like a pre-rolled joint or like a you know edible lollipop or something like that you know every now and then with your order and they sent me a pre-roll last week and i was getting ready to smoke it and you know my roommate shane he's like can i hit that with you i'm like fuck it yeah let's go dude like right now before you change your mind like i want to like let's go 
Let's get it, boy. <laughs> and then he, he got fucking baked and he sat on the couch and he just watched uh, uh, Escape from Tarkov YouTube. That's the, awesome. For like two hours, just laughing his ass off. It was he great. deserves it. He's a hardworking man. Yeah, he deserves it. Good, good for him. So. Yes. Is there anything with else that to being cover? Said, oh, oh, we're going to do no. it. Yeah. With that being said, you know who else is a hardworking man? Please, please fucking tell me. Our fucking topic of today. The man, the myth, the legend. The Polish legend. The Polish zombie, as some have called him. Actually, before they knew he was Polish, it was the French zombie, because a lot of people thought he was French. I.e., the Nostalgia Critic, which we'll get into the Nostalgia Critic a little bit later in the episode. So We're talking about motherfucking Tommy Wiseau. Tommy Wiseau, baby. So for those who don't know, um, Tommy Wiseau is an American actor who is also <laughs> a writer and director, director and producer. And from my knowledge, I think he had gotten into like a car accident when he was younger. And he that was his like, you know, life changing moment where he's always wanted, to, you know, where he wanted to become a, an actor or whatever. Right. And um, so he ends up getting together uh, a movie team and he makes the greatest film known to man, The Motherfucking Room. Oh, boy, The Fucking Room, baby. Words cannot describe how just incredible this movie is. (laughs) I can't. I'm serious. It is. It is unfathomably unfathomably bad yeah yeah you can't if you were to purposely (laughs) try to make a bad movie it would be nowhere near as bad as the room it is so horrible it is the most wonderful thing oh it 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 has a special place in my fucking heart i tell you what dude the room took our friend group by storm and it helped to shape a lot of our uh humor i would say oh yeah definitely it 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 helped shape a lot of our humor um i'm trying not to fucking die (laughs) It, it 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 brought a lot of our friend group really close because we would have these like gigantic room get togethers where it'd be like a fuck ton of us with a copious amount of alcohol and whoever smoked pot, just um, like everyone was fucked up watching this movie, but like it, it just did something for all of us, man. Like this for as bad as it is, it still helped define an entire group's friendship. Oh, yeah, even more than that. The thing is a fucking cult icon. Yeah. Like, anyone who knows bad movies knows of The Room. Oh, Which, yeah. By the way, there's going to be spoilers in this if you haven't seen it. Do yourself a fucking favor. Watch The Room. Yep, and then absolutely. watch And then watch The Disaster Artist. Which and is read The Disaster Artist. You probably don't have a whole lot of time to read The Disaster Artist. Just you can watch it. Watch the either. movie. Yeah. Watch the movie. Watch the Disaster Artist. Sorry, I hit my mic. Um, and then come back and listen to the episode if you haven't done that yet. Yeah. Um, 
yeah, so the room. Literally, it's just impeccable. It is. It 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 truly it resonates with you in a way that no other movie does. You'll never forget it. No other movie is as memorable. Well, I wouldn't say no other movie, but there are few movies out there that are so quotable to where like you can say any line from that movie <laughs> and it's fucking gold. Like, yeah. Keep your stupid comments in your pocket. Like, who the fuck thinks of that? It's the greatest line <laughs> I've ever heard in my life. Hi, doggy. <laughs> you know, shit like that. Like, <laughs> oh, hi, Mark. I did not hit her. I did not. I did not. Oh, hi, you're, Mark. You're tearing me apart, Lisa. Dude. You're just all of that Oh, dude. It all sticks with you. It all sticks with you. There's... On the first fucking view, it because at first you're like, oh, okay, it's just a bad movie, and then it just it just sta- it just stays with you. It de- it de- it just develops and it manifests into something that is more than just a bad movie, right? Like it takes over you and your personality. It becomes one with you. Oh, absolutely. Like, God, okay. All right, so where do we even talk? Where do we even start? Okay, so the room is basically. For those who don't want to watch it before the podcast, it is essentially a story about the main character, Johnny, who's played by none other than Tommy. Tommy, <laughs> Why so? Who also directed and wrote and produced and all of the Ugh. shit for it. Okay. And I was going to go off topic, but I'm not going to yet. It's a story about Johnny and his relationship with his fiance, Lisa. And then, of course their romantic relationship starts to get tested as, you know, um, romantic boundaries are tested and <laughs> it, it, it blows up into this out of proportion kind of scenario. Um, the way that it goes about that though, is just the most mind boggling thing. <laughs> okay. You have Lisa who is trying to sleep with another man. And every Name time Mark. she does it, his Johnny's best friend, Mark, Played Lisa, by Greg Sestero. Greg Sestero, yes. Um, literally, every time she's like coming on to him, he's just like, "What's going on here? What's what's this about?" It. It's what's like, "What's all this about?" <laughs> right. He says it every time. She's like naked on top of him, and he's like, "What's going on here? What's this about?" Johnny's my best friend. <laughs> Johnny's my best friend. All right, now I'm gonna fuck you. <laughs> God, um, keep going keep going there's so much there's so much we're literally just gonna like recite the entire movie from front to back at this point oh my god there's multiple characters throughout the movie so there is most notably denny who <laughs> is a fucking perverted weird fucking kid that he lives just likes to watch hall. man <laughs> I can't I can't get into it, man. Okay. <laughs> I'm trying I'm trying to hold it together. Um but yeah, so he's this like college student, I think, is he's, he's something to be. He's yeah, something. Um <laughs> he's like in the same apartment or condo complex as them. <laughs> it's somewhere. Whatever. Um but he's like a, a kid and he looks up to Johnny like a father figure, even though oh I don't God. fucking know. We're not getting into this. Um there is Lisa's mother, who definitely has breast cancer. She, she's but... just dying of breast cancer. <laughs> um, yeah, that's that 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 portion is never resolved. Uh, let's see who else. There's Peter, the lawyer. There's 
who is a weird fucking guy. Um, let's see, what else is there? Friend one, friend two, friend three. Yeah, there's so <laughs> many. Yeah, it's just it's just a weird culmination of random people, random events, random things, and a bunch of spoons in picture frames. Yes, that is one thing. So. Johnny wanted to be groundbreaking with this, right? <laughs> so he wanted to have a little something to spice up his scenes. So what does he do? He, he frames a picture of a fucking spoon. Time-wise, I thought he was Quentin Tarantino, dude. And then, and then he hides them throughout the scenes. And it's like, why the fuck is there just this picture of a spoon on the table? <laughs> It's clever. It's not clever. It's a fucking spoon. It's something. You don't talk shit about Tommy Wiseau, dude. I can't talk shit. He's his persona just is glorious. I can't. I literally love this man, and I want him to make like a thousand more movies. I wish. I fucking wish. Okay, so now let's let's really break down this movie what is let let's start with what are some of the good that you actually take away from this movie before we start shitting on it everywhere what is the good good? give me some of the good about it that you have it's funny okay there's nothing bad (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> nothing good listen it it's good in this it's it's good in the sense to where like okay when you hear a nickelback song right do you sing it well yes do you sing it i do, do you sing it i'm trying to tell you motherfucker let me talk <laughs> i sorry. do but that's because Unlike most of the population, I don't entirely hate Nickelback. They actually have a couple of good songs that I like. Regardless. And that I I, I already know where you're going with this, but continue. When you hear a Nickelback song, you just start singing, I'm sick of standing in lines to clubs I'll never get in, right? Okay, that's the same shit for fucking The Room. You just click with it. You just vibe into it. You just let your brain go somewhere else. It's a fun time. Yes, it's not a good movie by any stretch, but is a it, it it is a fun movie to watch. So like it's it's just a fun thing to do with your friends. Like yes, it, yes it's not a it's not a good movie. It's a very very bad movie, but it is fun to watch with your friends. It's fun to fucking drink to. It's fun to recite with your friends. It's fun to go see the live performance. Yes, all of that we will get to soon. Like, um, so that's what I'll say. It, it is a fun thing to do. Regardless of how you view it, every time you view it, it is going to be an entertaining experience, which is ultimate, well, yes. you, ultimately what you want out of a movie, right? You want right. to be entertained for the derainder. There's not a single fucking dull moment in this movie, I tell, I tell you what. No, there's not. It, it's fucking nonstop fucking batshit. It's 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 nonstop fucking batshit crazy. Yeah. So no, it it's it is it a good movie? No. It is not a good movie by any stretch. But did Tommy Wiseau make a movie that ended up being something bigger than I think he ever thought? Absolutely. 
And this is something that people do probably every weekend. This is literally something, not like the same group of people, but this is something like friend groups do every weekend. Like, hey, let's all fucking drink. Let's play the room drinking game. Let's all get high and watch the room. I guarantee there's always a group out there doing this. Yes. I um, guarantee to this day. Quick note to all the listeners, do not, and I repeat, do not attempt the room drinking game. You will not win. You will not win. I, I personally have attempted it. it Same. Was you will not win. Yeah, you will no. not win. You are it... drunk the first 10, 15 minutes. <laughs> yeah. And it, is, it yeah. is a violent kick to the balls drunk. Yes. You are on a roller coaster. You are fucked. Don't. Not worth it. Um, but it's fun. It's fun. Just, you know what? It's worth it. Do it. Please so, do it. Some of the things that I actually liked about the movie, which is, is a very, 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 very small list, that okay. there are actually a couple of scenes that I actually really rather enjoy. The You're Tearing Me Apart, Lisa. That's actually a really good scene hidden inside of a really terrible movie. That's <laughs> actually a pretty decent scene. Um, the deliver go on the delivery is just prime um as for that really the only other thing that i have good about it other than obviously it's entertaining um is the fact that no other movie is able to like keep you on your toes like this because you have no idea what the fuck is about to happen next you have no, no. idea what's about to happen i didn't know denny was a junkie yeah, like out of nowhere, all of a sudden he's getting fucking, he's got a gun to his head by the drug dealer, who the drug dealer was probably the best actor out of the entire movie. A dude fucking went bananas. Yes. Um, and yeah, it was just never talked about. It was never resolved. Everything just willy nilly. Okay. Kind of like the, the breast cancer thing that it gets thrown into the conversation and then it's never brought up again. So lots of plot holes missing. Um, I guess we're talking about the bads now. The music <laughs> is horrible. There's so many B-roll scenes. Like, just regular, like, oh, just cut to some random part San, of San Francisco. San Francisco, oh my yeah. god. Hey, here's the Golden Gate Bridge for two minutes. Here's a one-minute scene. Here's the Golden Gate, Gate Bridge again for another two minutes. And look, here's a fucking trolley, and then here's this. Which automatically makes you lose the drinking game, because you're already fucked now. Because that's the opening of the goddamn movie. No. Okay. Real quick, to explain to you how the drinking game works. Ugh. I know we're going off topic here, but um, What's the drinking game was like, take a drink every time Tommy's name shows up in the opening in the credits. credits. Yep. So that's an automatic like five or six drinks in before the movie even starts, right? Um, you have to take a drink whenever Tommy says, oh, hi. You have to take a drink whenever one of the characters say one of their catchphrases, whenever the mom and Lisa have a talk, um, anytime they throw a football around, which happens way too often. It's random. It doesn't make sense. You drink so much in such a short amount of time. I made it a half hour in and <laughs> I was surprised I made it that long. Like... Dude, there's a different version of that. That's what I'm saying. I played the one where it was every time a fucking B shot of San Francisco pops up on the screen, no matter if it's the same scene, if it's like, okay, so you got one scene, right? It's yeah. like the opening credits. Every every shot is a different shot of San Francisco. You take a drink. 
Oh, see, for me, the one that I did was the B-roll of San Francisco. You were allowed to drink water because oh, you're okay. drinking so much on every other portion of the movie that that is your little break as if it matters whatsoever. Oh, I drank to get poisoned. Yeah, no, you, you <laughs> do the drinking game. If, if, if you miraculously make it through that movie doing the drinking game you you're are a going god to the amongst hospital. anybody you're going to the hospital is what you're doing you're getting your fucking stomach pumped before you <laughs> die. charcoal tablets baby <laughs> <laughs> you're fucked um, god <laughs> okay let's see so continuing on then with the negatives of the movie the acting from every single person is god awful it's out of this world. It's so bad. But nothing quite takes the cake like Johnny, Mr. Tommy Wiseau. Because almost every single one of his lines has to be dubbed over. And it lines up horribly and it always sounds fucking weird. Yeah, it's so because fucking Because he can't weird. talk loud enough on set like everyone else because he's a fucking zombie. <laughs> and I'm saying all, all of this terribleness out of pure love. Like, I absolutely... Like, no, I love the man. Yes. We you both know what, though? when we got to see him in the flesh. He lost horror in person. Um, <laughs> he's very short, and I'm I, and I'm very short, and, um, and, a, and a and a big dick. <laughs> yeah, he, he's he was not, not the friendliest of people. I think it's the persona, but <laughs> you know what, though? Yeah, his acting was terrible, but I think like in his head, he was giving it his all, like 100. Well, yeah. He was giving it his all, so it's like, yeah, your your acting was for shit. But okay, I, I I get it. You're conveying what you want to convey, I suppose. But like the way he went about the entire movie, which is explained in The Disaster Artist, was atrocious. Yes, every this step guy, of the way. This guy was an asshole. So, and I was going to tag him on Instagram after we post this, be like, hey, just did an episode on The Room. Everyone should check it out. I don't know if we should. Um, no, because it's just like an hour and a half of us shitting on him. But I'm not out of love, though. But I'm I not am. shitting on. I'm, ah, I'm not yeah. shitting. I'm not shitting on him. I'm shitting on the project that he made. Even though he put his all into it, doesn't always mean that it's the best. You know, you yeah. get judged on the outcome. I just because it's shitty doesn't mean I don't love it. No, um, it's it, dude. It's like I said. It's we've we've watched this movie. When did this movie come out? 2003. 2003. Okay. We have watched this movie in many different forms. Okay. And like, we haven't even scratched the surface of this fucking movie. No, no, we really like, we, haven't. Okay. So, Tommy loves Lisa. Lisa don't like Tommy. Tommy and Lisa are engaged. They're supposed to get married. Tommy don't get promotion. Lisa. Likes Mark. Mark, Tommy, best friend. Mark, bang, Lisa. It's a fucking clusterfuck. Yes. And then it gets wild. Like, okay, that sounds like, okay, it sounds like a fucking E-movie. Like, a movie you'd see on, like, Lifetime Network or whatever. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but then Tommy fucking puts a gun in his mouth. It, it just goes bananas. I don't know. I, I I want if you haven't seen the movie, 
that's your fault, in my opinion. You should see this movie. You should have seen this movie. You've heard about this movie. I know you have a friend who's told you about this movie. But I I don't want to spoil the entire thing, but I have to. No, we've already we've already given spoilers, you know, spoiler warning. Like Tommy blows already... his fucking brains out. For no- <laughs> nothing. Well, not for nothing. His life has fallen apart. His best friend, his best friend Mark, betrayed him, and the love of his life, Lisa, who I don't even fucking know Lisa's last name. He betray even... you. He betray him, and no one cares about him. Um, yeah. I mean, that's that. That's that. That's enough to make a man go crazy. On top of the fact that he didn't get his promotion <laughs> at the bank. <laughs> <laughs> what about Scotchka? We didn't talk about Scotchka yet. We had to. We have so much left to talk about. Don't worry. Oh There's God. so much for us to talk about. Um, as okay, so getting back on track, the the cinematic portion of the movie, like how it's filmed and cut and directed, not necessarily the best. Um, not the worst. No, I've definitely seen worse. Oh it's yeah, just nothing like breathtaking it's it's honestly the the performance and the dialogue that just fucking reels you in because it's just (laughs) unlike anything else oh Um, yeah but and then you also have just like okay on a technical standpoint even though this is like my favorite scene of all time uh, the scene where he goes to pick up flowers (laughs) (laughs) so he 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 goes to pick up flowers on his way home from work for Lisa, because it's like the third day in a row that he's done it. Um, <laughs> and I don't know what it was from, I guess, like they just didn't have a lot they of didn't time. They did have a lot of time at the flower shop. They only had the flower shop for like X, like a half hour or some shit, I guess. Probably it not wasn't even long. that. It wasn't long. So they can only film in the shop for. X amount of time, like 10 minutes or some shit like that. But it is the most rushed, poorly performed scene where none of the dialogue adds up at all. (laughs) It's like, oh, Johnny, you're my favorite customer. I didn't even recognize you. It's like, how the fuck did you not recognize him if that's your favorite customer, first of all? And then second of all, like he's answering her as like she's already begun asking like and saying the the next line. (laughs) Yeah, keep the change. Oh, hi, doggy. It's like, what the fuck? It, Dude, it is it's out of whack. It's it is literally fun. the most brilliantly horrible seven seconds of that you'll ever experience. Um, it, it's insanity. Let's see. Okay, so not to keep ripping on it, so let's let's move on. I want to talk about all the little patterns that he tries to to throw into the movie, right? So like. All the different characters having their own little catchphrases. Um, like, okay, so obviously, oh, hi is, is the big one, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. oh, hi, and then whoever's name after. <laughs> <laughs> um, there's, yeah, there's Johnny's famous giggle. Um, <laughs> Lisa's catchphrase i guess i don't love him i don't love him anymore yeah yeah that would probably be her mom i have breast cancer no her her the mom so one there's always a scene like it's it's almost like a quota yeah it's almost like a quota where like there has to be like you know one mom scene per like three takes or some shit because (laughs) there's an absurd amount of like 
Lisa and her mom talking. Yeah, it's three times. It's three times. It's like right? it's uh, it's probably it's probably more than I that. I thought it was three. I thought it was three because there's like four sex scenes, which we'll get to the gratuitous sex scenes in a minute, which had no purpose. Well, well yeah, we'll that's, get to that. That's another that's another thing to tackle. Um, but. Yeah, so, like, one of the little patterns is that, like, she always, like, kisses and, like, boops her daughter on the <laughs> nose at the end of the conversation, which is super weird. Um, let's see. What is... What the fuck is Mark's catchphrase? Other what's than... What's going on here? Yeah, yeah, what's going on here? Um, so, <laughs> yeah, Johnny's it, it's... Johnny's best friend. Yeah. <laughs> like, just stupid shit like that. Johnny's my best friend. Johnny's my best friend. <laughs> we can't do this anymore. Johnny's my best friend. Let's go bang on that staircase the spiral staircase too so you know are like both their backs and neck hurt oh yeah it's just the most uncomfortable type of staircase to i mean first of all having sex on a staircase probably isn't very comfortable but then a spiral one at that i don't know um i guess that's our transition into the into the sex scenes so why was he fucking her belly button <laughs> for what um, so when Tommy is making love to Lisa, one of the many times that it's shown in the movie, um, it's almost like the same. Okay, so here's the thing. There was only one sex scene done with Johnny and Lisa, and then they just used different cuts and different takes from that same sex scene That's for later on sex scenes. Take. She's <laughs> like, I don't want to do this with you again. I can't do this with you. My mom Fucking hates Frankenstein me now. monster looking motherfucker. Um, <laughs> head ass. <laughs> but no, so he's like, they're like f- having fake sex, and he's like trying to fuck her belly button with like his oh, he's placement. He's up there. He, he is, is up there. Way up there. Where you're like, have you ever had sex before? Do you know what you're doing? Um, and then of course it just makes sure to show as much of his ass as possible. It is not a nice it is, sight. It is not a pretty sight. People. He's a like, small dude. What? Poor guy. Um, not penis. I don't know what his wiener looks like, but his butt is just so bony. He looks like Jack Skellington. <laughs> I, that's how I'd imagine Jack Skellington naked. She's like, ugh. Like, poor Sally. She had to take that. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, um, ugh. So it's funny because, like, like I said, they have like two or three sex scenes of johnny and lisa but it's all the same scene just cut up differently and like using different shots so that's pretty fucking hilarious um they also use like the same music actually no i think they had different songs for the sex scenes but there was pull out really quick i would pull out my room cd because i have the i have the soundtrack on cd but it's across the room. I'm not grabbing that. There are different. I think there are different soundtracks or there are different songs for the sex scenes. But I think it's like variations of the same song. Yeah. To be honest, I'm not sure. I'm trying to remember what the song. You are my. It's like you are my rose or some shit. Oh, yeah. You are my rose. You are my rose. No. Okay. So it's like I can feel your love. <laughs> It's like that one, and then you are my rose. So it's like the same song, just cut up differently. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It's so stupid. It's it is the worst soundtrack I've ever heard. It's so bad. I'm Um, so happy I have it. But then, but then there's of course multiple sex scenes with Mark, Lisa, and Mark. 
So, which are all different sex scenes. Which are all filmed in different sex scenes. So it's <laughs> funny that like she was willing to do like multiple with Greg, who's not a bad looking dude. And then she's oh, he's like, a good looking guy. Greg is like, no, 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 no. a good looking dude. I am not doing more than one with this fucking zombie looking <laughs> look, zombie looking dude. Like there's no way you can't pay me enough to do more than one. Uh, <laughs> Poor Tommy, dude. My also favorite thing is that you can actually see during the film, you can see Lisa like, so she starts to gain some weight throughout the filming process, and you can visibly see it. Which, like, obviously, <laughs> that's, that's not of the film, dude. Yeah, that's not. I'm not trying to make fun of it, but it is no, funny to see. Not. That like you're just like, why is she looking a little bigger than she usually than like she did like 20 minutes ago? And like it's just like it's because like yeah, exactly. Well, that's because the film A was so stressful to film, and B, it's because it took so long to film. Oh yeah. So she didn't have time to stay on that diet, I would assume. That she would imagine no had already been on prior to the film. So right. no, Matt is not making fun of that. What Matt's saying is that there was no communication with your actors and actresses saying, hey, your character looks like this. Stay within this weight range. Because it just went over fucking film. <laughs> there's no fucking talking and no communication. Like, there's nothing in this film to like keep the actors on a schedule. Oh my god, what a fucking nightmare. Uh, So yeah, that covers the sex scenes, even though... Okay, so at the beginning, when they're about to have sex... This is why Denny's a pervert, by the way. When they are getting ready to have sex for the first time in the movie, um, Tommy and Lisa are upstairs and they're making out and they're starting to pillow fight, pillow fight because you do that before you have sex <laughs> and then denny just like runs up the fucking stairs completely uninvited and jumps on the bed they're trying to have a, a trying, to, trying trying to have a tickle fight with these two mind you <laughs> yes. okay this is a grown-ass college kid trying to have a fucking tickle fight oh, and so then when they're hinting to him like hey we're gonna fucking shebang maybe you should get out of here he's like Oh, I just like to watch you guys. Like, oh, the hold the fuck up. Back the fuck up, Denny. Like, what do you mean you like to watch us? And then he gets, he continues to get creepier throughout the film. So, may I ask you this question? Yes. How is your sex life? (laughs) This is the best segue ever. I fucking love it. So they're in a fucking coffee shop. (laughs) And it's already tense between Mark and Johnny. It's starting to get a little obvious that Mark is starting to bang Lisa. Not to Johnny, because Johnny's a dumbass. But they're just talking, and Mark's asking about some accounts, right? He's asking him about his work. I I cannot tell you that. It's confidential. It's personal. So anyways, how is your sex life? Yeah, just like completely. That's a line. That is a line. Where it's just one of those confusing things where it's like, Humans don't talk like this, you fucking alien. Yeah, it's like an alien tried to write a script for humans watching other humans talk, but like them themselves not knowing what the fuck they're doing. Oh, it's confusing. The entire movie is the entire movie is very confusing there. It's literally and this is no exaggeration. This is exactly how that scene plays out. I cannot tell you that's confidential. Anyway, how's your sex life? 
like literally no time for transition no like awkward <laughs> pause or anything like that just immediate like hey you banging anyone like who the f- well <laughs> okay if that's not awkward enough let's talk about when <laughs> they're on the rooftop after lisa accuses johnny of hitting her and mark is asking johnny what's wrong and he's or Johnny asks Mark what's wrong, and Mark talks about a girl who was dating a guy who beat her so bad she ended up in a hospital on Guerrero Street. And Johnny goes, ha, 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 What a story, Mark. And Johnny looks over and goes, That's not funny, you fucking psycho. Right. Like, like how was that your response to. Okay, yeah, the story is like, you know, I knew a girl, she had a dozen different guys, and then yes. one of them found yeah. out, beat her up so bad, she ended up in a hospital, hospital on Guerrero Street. Street. And then Johnny's like, oh, what a story, Mark. You want to toss a football? It's like, what the fuck, dude? Like, did you not just hear what I said? Some girl just got, like, beat to death. Like, <laughs> and you're just like, ha, 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 what a story. Like, fuck you. A hospital on Guerrero Street. <laughs> what the fuck does that mean? <laughs> it means a hospital on Guerrero Street, but like, yeah, what? Why no. is that? Oh. I, I I love it. it's literally the same scene when <laughs> when um he's talking. He's like, you know, I just don't seem to understand girls, man. You know, Mark's venting about his problems with Lisa, but trying to ignore that with you know trying to like leave out details for Johnny. And he's like, I just don't get it. You know, get girls sometimes, man. Sometimes they're they're amazing and they're wonderful and other times they're just downright cruel and he's like that seems like you're the expert mark oh. <laughs> that doesn't make sense <laughs> we're trying this is we're... literally the same scene we're talking about that all of this is happening in and it's Seems like you're the expert mark <laughs> we're trying to explain this movie as best we can again it is written this way to where we could explain this to you in sequence. I'm sure we could. Oh, I can 100% quote that entire movie front to back. But it's best that you hear it in segments from us and watch it fully for yourself. Even though we're going to talk about 90% of the segments, you'll have seen most of the movie. Well, um, yeah, but like we can. It's all... still worth it. It's yeah. still worth it. Trust me. So let me ask you this. <clears throat> Given everybody what they need to know about the film. Because we've given him a lot of good information. We'll still throw our quips in. We'll yeah. still throw these room jokes in. When was the first time you got to experience the room? When was your first experience with it? The first, you can time, the first time I watched it, it was at Jake and Shane's house in, their, in the man cave. Gotcha. And it was with you, Jake and Shane. And it was one of those times when we just fucking ripped a free stream off the internet and you're like oh dude you gotta see this movie and we're like well what fucking movie is this and you're like dude dude trust me geez, you gotta see this movie and we watched it and like it was we were just fucking baffled i was blown away the entire time i was just like when is this gonna be over because this is horrible and then i started to see the beauty in it and it just immediately like fucking it it took me by storm man um I have since probably seen it a ballpark around 20 times. If not more. Easily. Yeah, easily around 20 times. Like I <laughs> I've we we've watched this so many times together like we didn't even need to bother like watching it as a refresher. We're just like, "Come, we fucking know this." Yeah, dude. We've watched it in so many different formats as well. So, mm-hmm. we've watched it in group settings. 
I've watched it by myself multiple times. Oh, yeah, I have too. So there's that. We've watched it in the Adult Swim version, which for those who don't know, Adult Swim aired this in however many years back. I think it was April- like 2011, 2012. On April Fool's Day. On April Fool's Day, yes. They aired The Room. Censored for the sex scenes. So every time the sex scene would happen, the censor bar would expand and minimize all over Lisa's breasts, Johnny's ass, what have you, till it got to a very, very, very small black screen in the center. And it was literally nothing on the screen. No, it was the funniest fucking shit. So, like, it, it started ooh. off as just, like, your normal censor bar, and it would just, like, censor out her tits and Johnny's ass. Yeah. And then it just started fucking, Adult Swim just started going crazy with it. It was the funniest fucking thing. It started shrinking and growing and going from <laughs> side to side and fucking moving. And all of a sudden, it's cropped out everything but a fucking lamp on the on the yep. bedpost. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, you can only see the fucking top right corner. At one and point, then, you can like, see a spoon. Yeah. Yeah, like, it literally, they just kept fucking moving around and fucking with people while the fucking music and all of the shit is still happening, and you're just like... You knew exactly what was happening, too, if you've seen the movie. This is not an exaggeration. Nick and I, when we were watching this live, uh, we were literally in tears, like, falling (laughs) off the couch. We could not help. It was... It was one of the funniest fucking things I've ever seen. Not only was that happening, after The Room, they did a little bit of a Space Ghost marathon, Oh, yeah. That was and the funny. Space Ghost Ant episode. If you've never seen this episode, it's <laughs> the, a little bit of a little bit of a fucking. It's Space Ghost. Yeah. And he follows an ant around for 15 minutes <laughs> and it's the greatest fucking episode. That's all he does. He just walks and stares at the ground and hums. following an ant. That is it. And it's the greatest episode of Space Ghost Coast to Coast. Matt and I stayed up until five in the morning that watching night. that marathon watching because the we room watched the room and, and, Space then, Ghost. and then Space Ghost Coast Coast. Yeah. That was Wonderful. like one of the best moments of our friendship. Oh yeah, that was... we were just sitting there smoking cigarettes, having a good fucking time, no care in the world, trying and not to laugh too loud to wake the, up Bonnie and Rick. The room was a part of it, though. That's the thing, though. The room was a part of that joy. So yes, this is a bad fucking movie, but it's brought so much joy to our lives and so much joy to this friendship. All of our friends have seen it from our buddies, Jake, Shane, Kyle, Ben, everybody in our friend group has seen this movie. I think the only people that have not seen it are Good Nick and Evan, along with like Evan. Evan did watch it in the garage. So that's 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 another thing that we will will touch on really quick before we go into the disaster artist. To kind of you know close up on. Oh, the room I still got way bit. more to talk about in the room. Fuck. No, you. I no, I, I no, I, I know that. <laughs> but I mean, we we've watched this movie in so many different formats. From by like I said, by ourselves, the Adult Swim version with a group. We've seen it live with Tommy Wiseau in theater. It was that was insane. We have watched it in my garage on a projector, like. It's an event. Every time you put the room on with a group of people, it is an event. It is special. It it just it's insane. Yes, it is a bad movie, but it's a it is a special bad movie. It is special. It's near and dear. It's special. Yes. I didn't I I don't know what else to say. I, I love the room. <laughs> I I love the fucking room. For as I... bad as it is, I fucking love it. 
I want to talk about the football scenes. Absolutely. Let's do that. The football scenes are okay. I'm going to let you kind of start off with this one. Go. So for no reason, they'll start this <laughs> certain scenes off of them throwing a football. And usually they're wearing tuxes. Always. Like there was once where they're in the park without tuxes and once in the alleyway. And why did that guy fucking fly over that trash can when Mark just barely touched him? And he like sprains his ankle somehow. He's like uh, dead. He he's like done. He's out of commission. That's the uh, the rubber band face guy from the oh from the God. sex scene with the chocolate and everything like that. Which I don't remember his name. Me it's undies. Like, <laughs> me underwears. Me underwears. <laughs> Stupid asshole. Um. Okay. Yeah. So there is multiple scenes where they're playing catch with a football, and that's their hobby, I guess. And it's like, yeah, I guess their hobby, but the thing is, is that they're never far enough away to really play catch, so it's just kind of like a light toss, like underhanded throw it's to the person even a that's toss. like that's like two feet away from them. It's a it's drop. Like, <laughs> it's like dropping a ball. And it makes no sense. It it never ties into anything. No. But then additionally, there's like two times where they are dressed up in tuxes for no reason. And then they're out there fucking tossing a football around with well, each Tommy's other. Well, Tommy's supposed to be getting married to Lisa, but it, well, no, because they were trying like, on tuxes. They but were like, trying on tuxes for like the wedding photos, but it never shows them actually taking the wedding photos no, or like yeah, any I, of I the stuff. Wanna, I don't want to try to bring logic. Thing. I don't want to bring logic to this. It movie. makes zero sense, but they played football in tuxes. Um, <laughs> but then like they play football on the roof, which is once again... Like that's fucking tiniest of space. They play it in the alleyway. Mark and Johnny play it when they're like going on their run. I don't fucking understand why. Um, but yeah, like they're just constantly throwing around footballs for zero reason with zero plot impact whatsoever. Um, <laughs> I lost my train of thought. I'm sorry. I got something stuck in my throat. <coughs> Yeah, hack it I'm up, on, hack it up on podcast. I'm sorry, I didn't, I didn't mute my mic. Okay, Great I, I apologize. Okay, you know, <laughs> shut your fucking mouth. All You're right, so... I'm not, I'm not dealing with you. Okay, I've, I'm almost finished with this hop slam, and I'm just over your shit. All right, <laughs> I need your sass, little man. <laughs> he hates it. He's, he's, he's a bunch <laughs> of drinker. He hates it. I am now finished with my hop slam. That last drink was the worst of them. That is a ten percent beer. Have fun. <clears throat> I feel anyway, fine. I'd yeah, rather be high. <laughs> you also like smoke weed. Yes. So anyways, much more than drinking. Um. Okay. Throwing so, football. I'm gonna get off the throwing footballs. I want to go on to the most memorable quotes. Okay. That we can like. Okay. So. There's obviously, like we were saying, like the Ojai mark and all of yeah. that shit. The laugh. But there's, there is so, like this movie is so quotable. It is, for me, in comparison to like Forrest Gump. I've seen Forrest Gump so many times and it is such a quotable movie. Your it, family loves that movie, dude. It's insane. Well, yeah, that's because we're white from the suburbs. Like, that's, I hate you so much. That's what, that's what white families from the suburbs do. They binge watch <laughs> Forrest Gump. They binge watch Forrest Gump. 
Okay, but no, Forrest Gump is a great fucking movie, all right? Okay, Let's... we're talking about The Room. I know, but first of all, fuck you, because you're, like, scrutinizing me for liking Forrest Gump, which that movie I is fantastic. Not. You are. You're personally attacking me, and I appreciate it if you did not do that. Oh, my God. All right, I'm happy you like Forrest Gump. Anyways, <laughs> The Room <laughs> is so is one of those movies that is just... There's just endless quotes, right? Like every single line. Whatever. I'm sorry. I got sidetracked. Um, so my absolute favorite line is near the end. When Mark is telling some random dude who he's never introduced, by the way, right? Okay, there's just this random character at the later half of the movie, and they never even bother to, like, give him a name. He's never introduced. He's just a friend. He's but just it's like their boy, though. <laughs> it's right. like, but it's it, like their boy. Like, But it never tells us his fucking name. We don't know who this boy is. But <laughs> Mark starts arguing with him because this dude catches Mark and Lisa making out on the couch in the middle of a fucking party. Um, for Johnny yeah and and as Mark's walking away he's like leave your stupid comments in your pocket does he shove them over the table too pretty much no no. I thought he he, like shoves him during the whole thing no he like bumps him out of the way as he's walking shoving the shoving happens with Mark and Johnny yeah yeah yeah, when they get into the little fight you know you're just nothing but a chicken cheep 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 Yes. What are you, chicken? No, yeah. The scene you're referring to is fantastic. It's, it's. I might put it on tonight while I'm trying to go to bed. I tried to watch The Disaster Artist a couple of days ago, and I just cannot find a stream of it where I don't have to pay for it, so I didn't watch it. I'll I'll lend you the DVD. It's so good. Um, there's so many like. Dude, okay, this isn't like a quotable one for everybody, but when they're they're in their buddy's house, uh, Paul, right, the lawyer. That's just in a different room in Johnny's apartment. I thought that was at their buddy's house, but his, no. his name is Paul, right? Uh, I lawyer th- guy. Think so. But Peter, they're like Peter. 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 When Peter, you're so clumsy, Peter. Yeah, when they're when they're like, are you playing beta breakers this this year? No, I don't think so. It's like, what are you, chicken? Cheap, 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 cheap. It's like, <laughs> what does that mean? What is Beta Breakers? First and foremost, you never introduced that game that you all play together. Secondly, what are you picking on Peter for for not wanting to gamble with you? You're just a douche. Like, Tommy's a douche. Oh, yeah, he's he a is. Friend. He's a bad friend. Um, Let's see, what was it? I, I was I, just about to bring up another scene. Um, Oh, at the party, at the end of the movie, when Johnny and Mark are fighting, and yeah. they're trying to, like, help Johnny up, and he's like, don't touch me, motherfucker. Don't touch me, motherfucker. <laughs> yes. Oh, beautiful. I made, so, I made my roommate, my old roommate, Kelsey, who's still a good friend of ours, still one of my best friends, still one of my fiance's best friends. I made her watch the room, and she walked around the house for weeks, talking like Tommy Wiseau. <laughs> weeks. And I was like, God damn it shut up like knock it off like she's just walking around like get out of my way motherfucker <laughs> just like shoving me to the side and she's like dude i hate you i hate this this is rough the room is again it's something special and i think every friend group should experience it together i truly think it's a good bonding moment for friends like oh, it yeah. is 
It is. It, it's one of those things where it's like, can you guys have fun together? Because this is the ultimate fun. In my, like, yeah, you can go out to a party, blah, 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 blah. But, like, can you watch this movie together? This bad movie and really just sit there and laugh together like this? Like, you, if you can't, then you're not friends. In my opinion. Because this movie is, yeah. like, the pinnacle of friendship right here. It was written in tomes way back when <laughs> like <laughs> in the ancient the times it's 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 translated and scripted uh and inscripted on the fucking pyramids and shit you the must watch for the, the room. room and ha 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 with tommy wise out to be best friends you have to speaking of best friends i do want to see that movie um yes i've not the, seen part one i have two. i have not seen it either um it is the return of Tommy and Greg Sestero. Yep. In like on screen together since the room. In a serious film. In a serious film. So, and I heard it's really, really good. I heard it's pretty good. Actual good movie. Yeah. So, so we'll have um, to watch it soon. Can we talk about the Denny scene with the drug dealer? Yeah, before we go into anything else, because I was after that, I wanted to bring up my first experience with the room. Okay, and yeah, then I, and then I wanted to hop into the disaster artist too. Okay, so yeah, so the <laughs> so again, we've brought up this character named Denny, and <laughs> this podcast is as structured as the movie right now. I want you to know, like, we're scatterbrained, but so is this fucking movie. Oh yeah, it's everywhere. It's all over Denny the place. is again this character that Johnny, I guess, looks after. I guess helps out with rent, but Denny also wants to bang Lisa. Denny, even though he's got a girlfriend, money. yeah, even though he's got a girlfriend that you never introduced to, Denny owes money to a drug dealer. Well, drug dealer catches Denny on the rooftop for some reason puts a gun to his head and starts losing his fucking mind to where Lisa, Lisa's mom, Mark and Johnny pretty much bum rush this drug dealer, take the gun from him and Johnny and Mark, I guess just take him to jail. <laughs> they, just, they just take him to jail. It is know. the weirdest thing. So they, okay. My favorite part of this. Holy Fuck. Well, I wouldn't say my favorite part because I love this entire scene, but the whole bullshit with Chris R and Denny is happening, right? And he's like, fucking you want five minutes? Five minutes? You want five fucking minutes, Denny? And he's like freaking out on him and shit. And then Mark, it, it, it pans to the top of the roof, like the roof entrance. And there's Mark and Johnny who are like, what's going on here? And they spring into action, and then just pans back, and all of a sudden, Lisa and her mother is there, and you're just like, where the fuck did you just come from? Like, why weren't you directly behind them? It's ridiculous. Um, She grabbed So Yeah, they, like, like strong-arm him and make him drop the gun, and then they take him downstairs to take him to jail. (laughs) They just take him to bad guy jail? Right, but the thing is, is that apparently that is a really, really quick process because they're back before like their conversation. No question. The conversation is like finished. They're back in like two minutes. Like they just like took him downstairs, kicked him out the front lobby door, and they just like went back up. Matt, like, let's go home, huh? Let's go home. But huh? no, so like Lisa and De- and Lisa's mom are like interrogating Denny. 
like you know who was that man why did he why did he what have a gun he's you? like i owe a little bit of money and all of that bullshit right and lisa's mom starts fucking laying into him and he's just my it's just like there you go no. fucking mother my fucking mother amazing Dude, amazing fan fucking tastic i like when lisa goes what's what the hell's wrong with you it just like screams it's like what the hell's wrong with you girl chill no, out no yeah and they're like and he's like i owe him a little bit of money you know for some drugs and blah 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 and she's like what do you have the drugs like what did you say like, i don't have them anymore and he's like where are the drugs and he's like i don't have them and it's like well yeah because you, you 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 fucking used all the drugs like what do you mean man leave diddy alone <laughs> either he fucking sold it and pocketed that shit or or he smoked it's it all whatever it was you're right to be pissed off about chris r is the victim <laughs> he was just trying to get his money he was just trying to get what he was <laughs> owed and promised he's like chris r i got you chris r goes you know what denny i trust you no bullshit's gonna happen and Chris R goes to jail for Danny. Because of Johnny, the hero. Johnny and Mark. Who took Chris R to jail very fast. Extremely quickly, like record time. Oh, my God. So that's another good quote. Um, I'm sorry, everybody. I'm cracking up way too hard during this episode. I'm trying to keep it together. But no, I'm, you don't, just, you don't need just, to apologize. Good. So to go into my first experience with the room. And from here, we'll kind of talk about some other experience we've had, and we'll get on to this Ash artist and blah, blah, blah. I first heard about The Room um, through a review channel called uh, The Nostalgia Critic. That's how and, you found out about it? Yeah, that's how I found, I found out about The Room because of The Nostalgia Critic and oh, his okay. uh, channel, Channel Awesome. Yeah. And I watched his review, and I was just like, this 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 guy's fucking lying. I think this guy's lying. There's no way. There is no way this exists. And then, obviously, you know, being the person I am, I deep dove into the movie and I found the movie, and I watched it. And I was like, "Holy fucking shit!" Everything Doug Walker, aka the nostalgia critic, said was true. I was like, this this movie is real. It exists. This 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 piece of magical cinema exists. And I started sharing it, obviously, with all you guys. And we watched an adult swim and so on and so forth. But I remember being so bummed out to find out that Tommy Wiseau back then was such a dickhead when it came to anybody like talking bad about the movie where he would copy copyright strike you and mm-hmm. all that shit because i know he was gonna sue nostalgia critic and that was a bummer to me dude because it's like you threw this piece of art out there you knew it wasn't good even though you thought you took it serious but you know it wasn't good and you're gonna sue somebody so like the room caught on to me because of that like the negative shit that came from it yeah is why I liked it. And then I started seeing it on a bunch of forums like 4chan and shit like that, where everyone was talking about like the room on 4chan and shit. And I was like, okay, so this is bigger than I thought. Like, it's not just from nostalgia critic who I first saw it from. It's, it's everywhere. And then again, I obviously started sharing it with all you guys. 
and you guys started sharing it with your people and it just it it, it was bound this movie was bound to be as big as it is everybody's seen this movie and if you haven't you're going to eventually some friend is going to come over and be like you see this fucking movie and you're going to watch the room everybody has seen the you're tearing me apart lisa meme everyone's seen the ha 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 meme from johnny like you've seen it you've seen some part of the room like it's insane this i can't fuck up that bad in life to get noticed and he did and that's a bummer that's all i gotta say yeah no i mean okay so like one of my favorite things about the room was when we got to see it live when we got to see it in theaters at the royal in royal oak the fucking theater was packed like it was sold out you like hot as fuck in there dude it was packed Um, we, we talked about how like, there's like a framed picture of a spoon of a spoon in a lot of the scenes. People were bringing like fucking Costco sized boxes of plastic spoons and just like fucking hand in handfuls out to everybody. And whenever a spoon would like a scene would come up with the spoon, literally everyone just spoon and just fucking everyone just throwing spoons everywhere on the ground. Yeah. Uh, and then you had just like a shit ton of people that would like reenact so many scenes, like, you know, whatever. There was two guys that every time there was a football scene, they'd run up in front of the skein and start tossing a football back and forth. Um, whenever Lisa was on screen, played with them, yeah. <laughs> we played football with these guys and which was sweet. Um, and then whenever Lisa was on screen, ever she's like, boo, boo fuck you, you fucking whores. Oh, boo, fuck you. Oh, dude, it was great. Everyone was just screaming along to the fucking movie. Like, everyone knew every single line. And it was, dude, it was... You need to watch it, and then you need to go and see it in theaters. And you will understand. I left it with a headache. With how amped up I was. I was so energized and, like, screamed the entire movie. I left with a headache. Yeah. That's how much fun I had. Like, that doesn't sound fun, but it, it, it's fun. I, I have never had more fun at a movie viewing than I did that day. Oh, yeah. Because usually you just go to the movie and, like, you maybe, like, chitter-chatter with a couple of your friends. But that's about it. You might have, like, one obnoxious person who won't shut the fuck up. But you don't have an entire audience, like, cheering and booing and laughing all at the same time and quoting the fucking movie and being so involved in it. Like, you just don't get that experience from any other type of viewing. No, absolutely not. I left that theater that night with a pair of Tommy Wiseau underwear. Yep. A room poster, which is gone now, unfortunately. uh, A DVD copy of the room. And I came home and my fiance said, you will never wear that underwear. And I hate you for spending 20 bucks on that underwear. And I put that underwear on and... It did not look good. It was not a good fit. Tommy Wiseau underwear is not for me, but I'm glad I bought it. He's also got like his own line of like watches, sunglasses, dude. Yeah, he's got a he's this he's guy got a everywhere. he's insane. Yeah. He's so secretive too. It's it, it's no crazy. one knows a single fucking thing about Except him. Except for now that we know he's from Poland. 
early. He's of Polish descent. He he was American born, from my understanding. No, he's he's from over there. I'm not doing this with you. I don't. I don't. I don't even want to try. So, anyways, your sex life I know is good, right? I guess. Cool. Do you want to talk about the disaster artist? Yes, we can talk about the disaster artist. But first things first. Yes, sir. Real quick. Can you just like reposition your microphone a little that way? Oh, sorry. I got Not like it, it. You keep here. You keep hitting this like weird dead zone. I don't know if it's just like me or if it's Zencaster. I don't fucking know. What? Just. Yeah. Sorry. Um, OK, so with that being said, the disaster artist was an actual phenomenal movie. And I don't mean the room phenomenal. It was just itself a fantastic movie. It was actually a very good movie. Um, James Franco did a perfect, perfect job of Tommy Wiseau. Um, Seth Rogen, obviously he did a great job in the movie as well, being a, you know, comedic relief and everything like that. (laughs) But, um, it was really cool seeing a little bit of like the backstory to everything and how like the production of the movie went, all of the, the struggles that that movie came about, you know. Um, one of the things that I really enjoyed about that movie is that it had every opportunity to just like shit all over the the movie, the room, and it just had every opportunity to shit all over Tommy Wiseau and Greg Sestero. And it didn't. I mean, obviously, it made its jabs. It made fun. It punched up, though. It didn't. It never punched down. The movie always constantly punched punched upwards. It never took low blows. Right. And that's why this movie was great for a companion piece. Additionally, they they really focused on Johnny's drive to make the movie that he wanted to make and the struggles he had to face and go through in order to realize his dream. And, you know, like I said, they had every opportunity to just like shit all over them and just like take every fucking dirty low blow in the movie, you know, that they could. And instead they did and they went on the higher route and that I was really appreciative of that. It was more of a touching backstory piece instead of just like a, you know hey let's just like room for you know like a you know scene for scene the fucking room and you know make it make fun of it um but is, seeing oh, them recreate because they did recreate a couple of the scenes and just seeing james franco recreating those scenes it was it was amazing it was awesome yeah, that 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 was great, and I'm I'm and I'm stoked that they didn't shy away from showing a lot of Tommy Wiseau's shitty tendencies, like the shitty things that he did do on set, the shitty things that he did put those actors through. Like, I am glad they didn't shy away from that, and the right. way that James Franco and James Franco's brother uh, portrayed Tommy and Greg was phenomenal those two were portrayed perfectly i think i don't know the dudes obviously but i think that this movie portrayed them perfectly in a great light for both of them it they, it ends off on a great light it does saying hey a friendship was bonded here through the bullshit 
mm-hmm. because like yeah like at first greg sestero's career was dead because of this fucking movie every everyone involved in that movie their career but is dead. think about greg and tommy now like they're fine you you could do a a room tour every year and they're fine mm-hmm. that's it like they're fine and that's what i liked about disaster artist it showed a lot of the I guess you would say trials and tribulations of their friendships and the production of the movie. And that yeah. I think that's important to see that Tommy wasn't, he was ambitious and he didn't really know how to put his vision across. He thought he was doing it in all the right lights, but it wasn't, it, he never, he never quite hit the mark, but he did at the same time. It's, it's insane. It's an insane journey that I think if you're going to watch The Room, you should also watch Disaster Artist. Oh, one. It is quintessential. Quintessential, 100%. That's why I said to watch both of those and then come back and listen to this. Yeah, absolutely. Um, One of the things that was. Okay, so I remember watching an interview, and I can't remember who the interview was with. Because it was like a compilation. It might have even been in like the disaster artist or something talking about the the disaster artist. But it was just someone talking about the room. And the way he said it, it just. He, he basically said, and I'm paraphrasing here, but there's never been an example of a movie where you have these options for where you can take the movie and every single option seemingly be the wrong option. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. And the disaster artist does a really good job of showcasing that that's kind of what happened, right? Because it's yeah. showcased it's so many times all of the actors are just like, what the fuck? Like, what? what? They're just like, okay, roll along with it, I guess. Yeah. Um, Breast my cancer. Favorite- <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, a, you know, is this going to come back in the script or oh, uh, is it a plot twist? Plot twist, yes. Plot twist. <laughs> um, one of my favorite parts from The Disaster Artist is when they're getting set up to film. And they're like, wow, that alley look, that alleyway on set looks really, really awesome. It, it actually looks just like the alleyway out there. <laughs> Why didn't we just shoot out there? Oh, it's big Hollywood production. Big Hollywood production <laughs> studio. <laughs> <laughs> Which is what happened on set. <laughs> Right. But like I like how they went to the fact where it's like they go to the bank and they're like, Oh, this is this is an endless pit of money. Right. For which, Tommy's bank account. Which, which is true. His his fortunes and where he got them from still complete mystery as far as I'm aware. No one um, I, I have no, no idea. idea. There's a movie <sighs> So to kind of deviate from disaster artists, talk about yet another movie based on the room there is a documentary called a room full of spoons that i know was premiered at a couple film festivals but never saw the light of day other than that because tommy i believe sued said company or sued the filmmakers or threatened it something like that something like that because it's a very personal film and documentary where they do interview a lot of the quote unquote stars of the room where they talk to these people and they ask them very personal questions and they think they, they uncover a lot about Tommy that Tommy doesn't really want out there. 
So he sues this right. this movie. Because, once again, he is an extremely secretive person. Yes, yes. So it's unfortunate. I know you can find it out there. And it might be different now. I haven't looked it up in a while. So if if you're ever able to find a the movie A Room Full of Spoons, I would highly recommend watching that because I will be watching that as soon as I can, given the knowledge that I have on it. So, but yeah, D- Disaster Artist was fantastic. Uh, the Room, another you know, cult classic, hundred percent, absolute cult icon. There's <coughs> no way around that. Like anytime any sort of discussion of like cult movies gets brought up. There's always that one guy who's like, what about the room? Oh, and yeah. Every we time. Are, yeah, we're that one guy, by the way. We, we are that friend group. Yeah. Not just that friend group. Like, I'll just be talking to random people and they're like, oh, this movie was so bad. You shouldn't see it. I'm like, you know what else is fucking bad? You should see this. <laughs> and then after you watch that, you should watch Trolls 2. Now, that is one that we still need to watch. I have yet to see Trolls 2 and I really want. We'll watch it. We'll watch it this weekend. Yeah, I have this weekend off. We can All right, do well, that. after after the Rainbow Six uh, tournaments, we'll watch uh, Trolls too. Dope. We'll get drunk and watch Trolls. Hell yeah, my so, dude! It's fucking gonna be lit. Um, that's all I really got to say about the room. There's a lot I could we could probably keep going on, but then we this could. E- this episode would just get so fucking boring. My advice to you is watch these movies experience these movies by yourself and then experience these movies with your friends watch them with your people really experience it like you're like oh yeah it's a bad movie no this is the bad movie and tommy wiseau we fucking love you yes just so you know we fucking love you uh, we're, we are thankful for this movie this brought our friend group so close thank you like, I, if for any reason you hear this, I want you to make like another 10 movies. Please. Absolutely. Please just give me, just give me sequels. Room two, room three. I don't fucking care. Just oh, like. Dude, I would die if Tommy just, came back. He lived through that headshot. Yeah. <laughs> He's just all fucking bandaged up and shit. Like, uh, oh, my, he- my head, it hurts. My head, it hurts. It anyway, hurts. Mark, how's your sex life? Oh, my head. Mark, you got an aspirin. <laughs> like, what the fuck? And, and and apparently he becomes Japanese or Chinese. What's that? Uh, I, I That's what think. we need. Okay. He needs to do a movie where he lives through that. Okay. But then he comes back when he has that disease where he thinks he has like a different accent. Okay. Would, that'd be good. Tommy Wiseau, listen up, buddy. I love that. Million dollar idea. You don't even need to fucking cut us in. Just let us watch it. Fuck Please. you, bitch. Make cut us it. in. I need that money. I got a kid on the way. I mean, yeah, that's fair. I'm, I'm kind of, I'm gotten hurting too. If you want to cash in, like that's cool. It was just an exaggeration. Please help. I need money. With that being said, again, this has been your week's WASD and Beyond podcast. That's all I have to say about the room. And yeah, Matt, that's that's all I want to say. I don't want to drag it on for too much longer than that. We've already, we've already pretty much recited like half of the movie. See the movie for yourself. Please, please watch go and see movies. it. You will, you will, you will be entertained whether you like it or you hate it. Either way, it's gonna be a fun time. And let us know too. Let us know. We'll we'll, we'll make sure we post something about the room after this is posted, and oh. we'll have discussions. We'll, let's talk about this. Let's fucking talk. Please, 
hit us up on like our social medias with discussions. Like, please, so, I would love to talk to other people about their experiences with this movie. Please, let's do this. Let's let's talk about this. Let's let's get this out there. Let's keep the room alive. Let's keep this shit going. So, with that being said, again, this has been your week's WASD and Beyond podcast. I have been your host, Nick. You can catch me on uh, twitch.tv forward slash chublifenick, Twitter, chublifenick, uh, Instagram, flies.avi. Um, a couple of plugs I wanted to give this week is definitely to the Loser Podcast, uh, What the Famicon, uh, From the Shelf, our boy Jay Priest Podcast, which is what nfdx which i know that sounds shitty priest but i don't know why you had to put so many goddamn letters in your podcast he only has four i mean ours is a lot more that's you're that's, just, you're just upset because you don't you don't and, know it without having to look it up dfx and dfx no i just suck i just suck and i got confused so ndfx <laughs> podcast which is awesome Every, you know all these podcasts are dope. And we're talking to a bunch of different podcasters right now, too. Like Diggity. Like, they're awesome. There's so many dope podcasters we're talking to. We're going to try to get some cool stuff on the horizon here. So just bear with us. Bear with WASD and beyond. Cool stuff happening, hopefully. So with that being said, that's all I got to say. Matt, what say you, my friend? You can find me on uh, the social medias uh, at pb freak 42 you can find me on twitch at pb freak 42 you can find me on youtube and take a guess pb freak 42 that's it that's all i got that's it i don't i don't really use instagram and good luck trying to find me on facebook there's a billion matthew grants we are we signing out then i think so sign out with your favorite room quote and incorporate oh. it in saying goodbye to everybody. Okay, yeah. Well, you got to give me a second. You can't just fucking jar it on me like this. Hold on. I need. I need. A, Come on. I, I I need a moment to. Th- I'm stalling. Okay. I need a moment to think. This motherfucker I, is stalling. Don't fucking don't be stalling. Like don't don't be giving me shit. Why don't don't you be st- jo- don't Joseph. Leave stalling your stupid on me. comments in your pocket. Okay. <laughs> How about your sex life, viewers? <laughs> 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 thank you again for this week's episode guys we hope you enjoy it and we'll see you next week and don't forget to nut in a tin cup and, and please leave us a rate on apple <laughs> itunes podcast and nut in a tin cup you make, dumb piece of shit give us make sure you rate us as a zero like we need to be the worst rated podcast everyone's trying to be the, the <sighs> most rated highest rated fucking hit that dislike button Give us a zero star. Make sure everyone knows that this is the worst podcast that they can listen to. And we'd appreciate it. I don't know. You know what? I'm going to run with that. We want to be the room of podcasts. Yes. We're going to be the, we're going to be the best of the worst. There it is. We that's our, it. that is our goal for 2020. We're going to be the fucking best of the worst. There it is. There it is. We are already a bunch of shit bags. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> Goodbye, everybody. Have a great weekend. <laughs> Take it easy. (laughs) Goodbye, gamers.